Hello, hello. It's your girl, Chef Sharon, and welcome to my Humble Opinion Podcast. I am excited to be uh, back with you guys. I was, well, I didn't really leave you guys. I left you. Um, I, I posted early last week, put um, put out a couple of um, podcasts last week just to hold you over. So I, di- I did them early because I know I was traveling remember, um, a couple of uh couple of uh, episodes ago, I told you guys I'd be traveling to Kansas City. So I uh, got in the car and last week and I drove 12 hours by myself, but I needed to get to Kansas City to see my family and I'm excited to be here. So I wanted to go ahead and put out this episode. So it is Lupus Awareness Month. So I just wanted to, that's, I'm going to have a show today talking about lupus awareness. I'll be um, introducing, I have a very special guest that I'm super excited about. And um, she will be interviewing me because I, of course, I, I've said that in my um, intro, I have lupus. So this is Lupus Awareness Month, uh, not just lupus where you might hear other uh, of other things that is like fibromyalgia, but they all kind of fall in the same umbrella. So it's the month to be aware of these type of invisible diseases. You know, the ones where you look fine. You, I don't see anything wrong with you, but on the inside, your body is like, ah, you know, it's a lot going on there. So we're going to get further into that and let's talk about it segment. But right now, let's get into what they not talking about. <sighs> okay, guys. I got a couple of great stories for you that I wanted to uh, mention about what they're not talking about. Because listen, up and down my timeline, they are talking about so many different things. And I'm starting to see some super horrible stories. Um, There was a little girl who got burned up in a car by her father because they were going through some type of custody battle. He chained the car closed and set her on fire in it or set it on fire stories like that that's just very hard to take in hard to swallow those are the things I'm starting to see more and more of these kind of horrific stories um as well as all the things that are going on with the celebrities and stuff out here it's always some type of negative news report of what they're doing you know um and it's enough people reporting these things so I thought I'd dig a little deeper and find some things that are not being reported that you know could be uplifting let's uplift our day not to say that we don't acknowledge those things that are going on that are bad we're not living in some little la la cloud where it's only sunshine and gummy bears but you know sometimes we just need to hear some positivity because we talk about the negative so much you know, um, like now I'm going on and on talking about negative. So let's get into what they're not talking about. First story warms my heart. Excited for these guys, for these three. I don't want to say guys because one of them is a girl. It's a set of triplets, two guys and one girl who graduated summa cum laude. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sure I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure I'm messing that up. With 4.0 GPAs each. Okay. So in Atlanta, or McDonald, Georgia, which is actually a little bit down away from where I live, um, this set of triplets are graduating with perfect 4.0 GPAs apiece. The, um, uh, it says that, well, their names are Kendall, Colby, and Sydney Belcher. Uh, they're, they also, 
we're doing the, um, you know, those programs where you get the dual, um, where you're, you're graduating high school, but you're also taking college classes at the same time. So they're graduate, they're all graduating with college credits, at least a year's worth of college credits, which is amazing, you know, so to be able to get straight A's in high school alone is a amazing, you know, feat, but for part of your classes to be college classes and you're still getting a 4.0 kudos. And it's not just one of them. It's all three of them, you know? So I think that's just an amazing story. Uplifting. Um, they all plan on going to college. The girl, Sydney wants to be a nurse. So she, I mean, is going to Georgia state to study nursing so that she can work in the department of hematology and oncology at a children's hospital. The, uh, one of the brothers, um, I'm sorry, excuse me, Kobe. He's going to be going to Georgia State University also, but he will be studying uh, marketing, you know, and then Kendall will be going to Gordon State College where he will be pursuing a financial assist or financial service career. So I think that is amazing. They all have chosen their paths that at least they want to start on, you know, and um, I just wish them many blessings. I'm so proud of them. It says in here in the article that their mom uh, and dad started teaching them to read at three. They were reading and writing at three years old. And so this story kind of goes to show that we can, you know, magnify some of the things that the kids are out here doing, some of these bad things that are going on. Because teenagers don't always make the best choices in life. And some things they do make the news. But this is an example of what can be done in our community um, and how you can uh you don't have to just have that one successful kid. You know, it doesn't have to be the smart kid in the family. It could be all three. You know, uh, they, I think they just, I think that this is a record-breaking family, you know. And I, I've I've seen stories like this before. But this is, this is an amazing story that I just feel like, hey, why not, you know, uh, magnify this story? Why not show you guys uh, you know, what could be done, you know, what's, what's being done out there, the possibilities. And let's start teaching these babies when they come out the womb, because they apparently are able, they're sponges. They can absorb anything we teach them. So, you know, um, them reading and writing at three is just amazing. So, all right. That story is one of my stories of what they not talking about that I'm, you know, pretty excited about. If you can hear it in my voice, very excited about it. Um, and another story in other news, there is <laughs> Laura King, Rodney King's daughter, uh, launches a fund to help black dads on the 27th anniversary of the L.A. riots. So I know you guys remember who Rodney King is. Can we all just get along? Um, he was beaten up by the um, L.A. police um, in the 90s. I'm not sure the exact year, but he was um, uh beat up by the police there was a lawsuit you know he they he got his settlement and everything so that's the background on Rodney King he has recently passed I mean since then uh, passed away but his daughter has set up a fund which I think this is some great great news um she she's uh basically is honoring her father's uh her late father's life and legacy through the I am a king scholarship and what this scholarship will do is um It'll help fund uh, visitate the, the entertainment between fathers. Okay, let me just read what the griot has to say about it. Rodney King's daughter's Rodney King's daughter Laura is set to honor her late father's 
life and legacy through the I Am A King Scholarship, which she launched Monday to time with the anniversary of the LA riots. The goal is to celebrate black fathers by removing the financial barrier that prohibits entertainment on outings. Okay, so Lori, uh, it says um, she's actually due to give birth. I don't... I don't see the right. Okay, so I'm sorry. Let me keep going. Laura is due, due to give birth. I'm reading this from the griots. So, so you guys, I don't know if I gave them credit. Okay, so um, Laura is due to give birth and her to her first son on Father's Day. Aims to provide financial support for black fathers in an effort to help them play a more active role in their child's in their children's lives. Um, the scholarship will cover the costs. For, for dining and entertainment, such as all-expense-paid trips to Disneyland. The fund will be issued periodically via the Roddy King Foundation, and it will range in value. Um, several private donors have already donated um, more than $10,000. And so, basically, these people can apply for the scholarship, I believe, and, you know, hopefully some families will get set up, you know, to, to actually start making memories. You know, I think that's a great thing because, you know, you can imagine that if a guy's getting out of prison or something and, you know, it's hard enough for, for um, people who've done time to find jobs, find homes, different things like that, let alone be able to take your child on a dream trip or just take your child out to dinner somewhere decent. You know, even though sometimes we know kids, they don't look at the big things like that. They just look at the time. But, you know, just to be able to make the memories to, you know, cause the environments or, you know, to help create the environments that can cause the bonds and, the, you know, to be closer and everything. I think that is an amazing thing that she thought of doing for people, you know, and I think it's needed. So kudos, Laura King. We appreciate that. So that's it on what they not talking about just a couple of great stories i have a few more um things i've looked up and found and everything but i'm running out of time so stick in here with me i'm going to introduce my very very special guest and when she comes on you'll see why she's so special to me and we're going to talk about lupus awareness okay so hang around i'll be right back Hello. All right. I am back. I am back. Thanks for hanging in there with me. It is time for us to talk about it. And today's topic is lupus awareness. It's lupus awareness month, which I mentioned earlier. And I have a very, very special guest. And the reason why she's so special, not just because she's my little cousin, but because she's the future president. So that's <laughs> Listen, I I had her on my show first, so just remember that. She is and, and hey, no seriously, this is a special lady. So listen, special young lady. She um is doing phenomenal things in school, one of the highest achievers. She is um state all state champion um varsity debate team on the debate team or whatever she's uh is it debate? Okay. She's uh a honor roll student, of course. <laughs> 
she uh what else what else what else we got about she um four point your great grade point average four point four point two now listen you said can't go past 4.0 but yes she is taking college classes so boom so she's right up there with those young children that i talked about earlier in the earlier segment she's one of those and what else we got on you it's like uh, sports. Um, so I qualified for districts and states for track. Okay, so listen, this is a high achiever. Oh, and she was on Shark Tank. So listen, that's future. We're gonna talk about that later. So check it out. Her name is to me. I'm only gonna give y'all the name that I call her. <laughs> I call her my Mia Mia Amore because I love her so much. This is my cousin Mia. Say hi to the people, Mia. Hi. All right, so I decided that instead of me just talking about lupus today and everything, that I would have someone ask me questions. And, you know, she's a curious teenager. And so she, you know, asks me questions all the time. We talk a lot. And I thought, well, hey, why don't you interview me on my show so I can talk about lupus? So let's hope she has. I do not know what she's going to ask me. So let's hope <laughs> she has some great questions and uh, hope she hope she has some stuff that I can't answer. I don't know. But anyway. All right. So without further ado, Mia, start asking away. <laughs> um, my first question is just a basic question. That, you know, everybody thinks of is is lupus technically curable? No, lupus is not curable. Well, it doesn't have a, a cure for lupus. Does lupus like make your hair fall out or does the treatments make your hair fall out like cancer and chemo and all that? Well, some people do get chemo with lupus. It just depends on how it's affecting them. Mm -hmm. I've never had chemo. However, one of the side effects of lupus is hair thinning and hair falling out. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I've experienced like thinning of my hair at the top part in the front. So, yeah, you do lose hair. So, it's like different levels of severity? Yeah, well... Yeah, the thing is that lupus affects everybody differently. But hair loss is one of the symptoms. <laughs> um, do you ever feel like that lupus just doesn't get some of the, I don't want to say praise, but, you know, awareness and... Yeah, the hype or whatever. Yeah, the hype that other... That yeah, needs. I think it's like all the other invisible diseases. I think it's, it's one of those things. Well, pretty much... You want to be if I want to be honest, I think cancer is the only disease that gets the real hype. Mm-hmm. You know, because people die from it. Cancer, even HIV doesn't get the hype anymore. I, I guess because there are medicines that maintain people on a level where they're not detectable and stuff like that, so you don't hear a lot about it anymore, like like we used to. And I, but <coughs> uh-huh. oh no, I was just saying, I feel like nowadays teenagers. And just our generation has kind of made HIV and uh, all of that look kind of sort of nasty. You know, like you, most people think they don't really look at the whole spectrum of HIVs and STDs and all that things like that. They just think that like, if you got an HIV or STD, you just nasty. You sleep with everybody. Yeah, yeah, it could come from different ways or, you know, whatever. It could have come from one partner, but as far as lupus getting hype, no, I think lupus, fibromyalgia, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, I think all of those diseases don't get the the um, the recognition or anything. Um, 
So it's hard to get people to donate, to research, to get to learn more, to find out if there are cures. I think more and more people are being diagnosed here recently. So I think, yeah, recently it's getting up, it's picking up more because more people are being diagnosed. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, I think it's pretty, because it's silent. Like when you look at me, when you're around me all the time, you know, I pretty much don't look sick on the outside or look, no, look disabled or anything, but no, it's a lot going on there. Um, my next question is with cancer, a lot of the times it's like the worst people have problems with it, like and they're like, it hurts here, it hurts there. Is lupus like for different people is it like a certain part that's targeted like you know you can have lupus in your liver or is lupus like a whole thing that takes your whole body like it just it could be your foot one day and your arm the next well yeah you just described it actually um lupus is basically first of all let me tell you what lupus is lupus is an autoimmune disease so what it is is that your immune system which is is there in place to protect you from outside you know, from infection, from it's supposed to help protect you, to you know heal you. Like if you have a a cut or something, your immune system kicks in to heal you to fight off infection. Well, lupus is where your immune system actually attacks your body. It 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 sets up antibodies against healthy tissue, and it attacks you. So yes, you will have aches and pains, some of everywhere. And I mean, it's really not exempt. Like I said, it affects everyone different. So you have the different types of lupus. Like I have systematic lupus where it actually is attacking the major organs on the inside of me. So the outside looks good. But then there's some people who have, um, and I should be way more informed than this, cannot pronounce the word, begins with the N. But there's the other form of lupus (laughs) where it... um, affects the skin you know the outside the skin so they can look like they've been um uh sunburned or you know different things like that so so um yeah uh there's different ways it affects different people but yes you will get aches and pains yeah i just and there okay so you know sometimes like certain types of cancer it starts because of radio i keep bringing up cancers but like it starts from radiation is there like a cause of lupus or is it just something you're born with there is no known cause i do know that there is and this may be a little far-fetched to some people but there is a direct relation in research for um lupus and trauma Mm -hmm. like people that have experienced extreme trauma in their past it's just it's there's a relationship between like when you do the research and the studies like um a lot of the people who have lupus are other diseases like the autoimmune where their immune systems kind of attack them yeah. for some reason they they all pretty much have had some type of trauma and i know that's not probably scientifically founded but that is something that they found in research so but there's no known cause <clears throat> you know or whatever um i still to this day don't know what caused it it's just there <laughs> um okay another question is like when people ask you about lupus or maybe like what's the worst part about it what would you tell them chronic fatigue i think the worst part for me now other people might have a different answer for me because it doesn't really affect my skin you know a lot of people have um skin irritation skin peeling and you know things like that i'm pretty sure that would be really bad 
Um, I think the crown of fatigue is the more the daily thing that that's the worst part. The other worst part is knowing that my own body is attacking itself. So my organs are not safe with me. <laughs> so it's like it, it may not be immediate, but over time, my immune system is working its best to get rid of the lungs and the liver and the kidney. So that's the other worst part, just knowing that. Now, that's not the part that I feel necessarily. But that is kind of like, uh, that kind of sucks. So I have to stay on my medicine, which is immune system suppressor. So, which but yeah. Does, what does the immune system suppressor do? Suppresses my immune system. Oh, it okay. makes more my immune system doesn't work. So it can't attack me. So does that like, what does an average cold look like to you? Like if you get sick. It's not average. It sticks around and around and around and around. Okay. It stays a long time. <laughs> And I, I don't, and I wouldn't tell anybody else to do this, but if I get sick or something, sometimes I just come off my medicine so I can get better really quick. <laughs> I don't recommend that to anybody, but yeah, it's, um, it's kind of tough because you have to be careful not to put yourself in positions where you can catch colds or, you know, different things like that. Do you, like, you know, with, uh, what's his name? Dr. Savior? Mm-hmm. Yeah, him. Do you believe that there is or could be a natural way to go about this? Yeah, I honestly, I do. But the thing with the natural cures is that the people who know all the information that says, oh, I've cured this, I've cured this. They're not sharing it without you paying. And right now, financially, I don't. (laughs) But, you know, it's like, okay, so your, your health is worth every penny and every dime that you have to spend but you know honestly sometimes it's like you don't have it you know the amounts that they're asking for at that time you know but yeah I believe that there are cures um natural I I believe that what we eat is either slowly killing us or healing us you know what I'm saying so it's like depends on what you're eating you're either eating your way to a slow death or you are healing your body in the process of what you eat so if you have like one piece of advice to give to anybody out there who's listening and has lupus what would you what would you tell me oh okay so i would tell anybody that has lupus to get up as much as you can and live life because this disease can be overwhelming and it can overtake your life And a lot of things that we deal with in life is mind over matter. And the one thing I understand about life is what you think is what you are. So, you know, if you think it about yourself, if you think it about your life, it's true. You know, if you say, oh, I'm sick today, you're sick today. If you say I'm well today and you believe that I'm going to have a good day, you'll have a good day. And that's it's not always easy to do because it's like I get caught up so much like today this morning I um I told my aunt I said I don't know what's I can't make it I'm tired I just want to sleep I don't feel the chronic fatigue is just so heavy on me but I have so much to do today so I was like you know what you're fine and you're gonna be fine get up get dressed and pulling myself out the bed you know, if you have lupus, it's not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> it is it like just to get up and get dressed is like, please give me a gold sticker. I need a gold star. I did it. You know, it's like, yay. 
but um, I did it. And once I got up and got out, you know, and getting my day going and everything, I feel absolutely great. And all that drained and, you know, lack of energy. But if I would have fed into that mentality and stayed in the bed and I just can't do it, then that would have been my day. So my advice to any person suffering with lupus, watch your body, pay attention. Don't force yourself to do more than you can do. Don't overwork yourself. Don't overdo it. Don't overexert yourself, but please don't coddle yourself. Like don't lie to yourself and say you can't do it. Live your life. Enjoy your life. And I know we have a lot of things that happen to us, like sores on your hand out of nowhere or in your mouth out of nowhere or you know, just so many different things. It's like, is that lupus? Is that lupus? Oh my God, did lupus make this happen? And it's like, you'll get so overwhelmed paying attention to every quirk. And, you know, it's like, live your life and enjoy your life. But pay attention to your body. Listen to your body. Rest when you need to rest and get up and live life and be happy and enjoy life. Okay, well, thank you. Good interview. You asked some really good questions, girl. So <clears throat> I don't think I have anything to add to that. I was thinking if she doesn't ask all the right questions, I'm going to add to it. But I think that's it. So this is Lupus Awareness Month. And it's not just lupus awareness. It's all those diseases that have the purple ribbon. Okay, so acknowledge somebody. Make a, a post about fibromyalgia. You know, do some research. <clears throat> Find out about any walks that are happening. Maybe you can participate, do some donating to research in these um, diseases because we need the help. We, we need the research. We want medicine that's going to help us. We want a cure, are you know. Are there any famous people you know that has lupus? Oh, yeah, plenty of famous people. Let's see. What do we say? Tony Braxton, of course. She's one of the biggest ones that we know of. Um, and she, that's, see, when I say the advice to give to people, live your life, live, you know, because I know so many people with lupus who are just not living, you know, I belong to a couple of lupus groups and the people, um, they're in their everyday, like asking, you know, who, who else has so-and-so or does anybody else experience this or that, or what medications are you all on? And they really focus in on that part of the disease instead of, managing and living their life but people like nick cannon um tony braxton um selena gomez Gomez, um there was another person that i that i know but anyway people like that you see how they're living their lives so we can live our lives too but yeah celebrities there's plenty it's 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 a it's a universal disease and a lot of people have it you know, so we need more people to donate, to do research, to, you know, so we can go and finally get a cure for this thing. Um, I think that's that's it for the. Do you have any other questions? OK, so our future president, you heard her here first. <laughs> My Mia Mia Amor. I love this kid. She's very intelligent. She's one of the good ones. Been just a smarty pants. Listen, y'all, I'm really keeping her close because I don't have any children and I need rich cousins and nieces and nephews. <laughs> so that when I get older, I have someone to take care of me or at least pay for my nursing home. Goodness. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining me, Mia. 
All right, guys. Um, oh, yes, it is um, May and we are doing uh, Black Friday for the whole month of May because Edith Yolanda, who is host of the of uh, the Dame Truth podcast, is it's her it's her birthday month. And she wanted to celebrate by um, b- having a Black Friday, which is where we uh, support black owned businesses through the month of May on every Friday. I'm not going to exempt it to Fridays. Um, I did support a black owned business this weekend. Um, I'm going to shout them out real quick. It was um, it's called the Colors of Nature and Mocha Love. Uh, it's a um, natural kind of a spa like place or she does. They make homemade soaps, body butters, body scrubs. You know, so I bought a, a few things from her um, in her pre-sale because they really have been launched. This is like a soft launch of the business. Yeah. the And it's called The Colors of Nature in Mocha Love. So and that colors is C-U-L-L-O-R-S. Um, that's actually the girl's last name. So. I bought some products from her and there's a couple of other black owned businesses I want to hit up while I'm here in Kansas City and um, so just celebrating um, Yolanda's birthday. So I'm glad she did that. And we'll be doing some more um, focusing in on black businesses as we go along. So thank you guys for joining me. I had a blast this episode and I will see you. I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday.